And now, Lindell TV brings you The Stone Zone with legendary Republican strategist and political icon and pundit Roger Stone. Stone has served as a senior campaign aide to three Republican presidents. He is a New York Times bestselling author and a longtime friend and advisor of President Donald Roger Trump. Stone. As an outspoken libertarian, Stone has appeared on thousands of broadcasts, spoken at countless venues, and lectured before the prestigious Oxford Political Union and the Cambridge Union Society. Due to his four-plus decades in the political and cultural arena, Stone has become a pop culture icon. And now, here's your host, Roger Stone. Roger Stone, it's Monday and you are back in the Stone Zone. I want to thank you for making our Friday episode the most watched episode of the Stone Zone since the inception of the show. Just on Rumble alone, uh, 177,000 people have now looked at this terrific show in which we examine the assassination of President John F. Kennedy. Following the blockbuster documentary Out of the Shadows, which was seen by more than 100 million people worldwide, comes a new documentary, Into the Light, a shocking expose revealing the psychological warfare being deployed through mass media in order to confuse, coerce, and control the population of Earth. From acclaimed director and veteran Hollywood insider Mike Smith, into the light exposes the psyop affecting every person on the planet a diabolical plan to subvert our free will through massive manipulation and it also explains future deception this incredible film which i've now had an opportunity to see features my good friend general michael flynn journalist alara logan former naval intelligence uh, analyst Brian Gamble, U.S. intelligence community member Keith Rose, uh, and former U.S. Army PSYOPs expert Boone Cutler, who joined us right here on the Stone Zone uh, last week. Joining us now is Hollywood insider and veteran documentary filmmaker Mike Smith to break this down for us. Hi, well, thanks, thanks for having me on, Roger. I've, I've been a big fan and glad to be here. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm very honored that you could join us. This film is so powerful uh, that I wanted to move you immediately into our program uh, uh, down uh, uh, lineup. Let's uh, very quickly show the trailer to give the people, some people, the flavor of this, and then you can lay it out for us. Okay, great. We touched on psychological operations and out of shadows, but we've gone deeper. These types of operations didn't just go away, they continued to evolve in step with technology. It's the most insidious type of warfare because it's designed to change a person's entire perspective, short term or long term, that's not to be reversed. Most people like only care about what's 50 feet from their door. All right, that gives you some flavor for it. This is bigger than just misinformation or disinformation. It's much bigger than censorship. It's even bigger than all of those things. And the combination now, the lethal combination of uh, 
uh, artificial intelligence. Mike, lay out for the people what this film is about. What I particularly like was the way you connected the dots from Edward Bernays, the father of a modern propaganda advertising through his nephew, the founder of Netflix, uh, to kind of lay this out in some historical perspective. So tell us what this movie is about. The, the, the main point of this movie is, you know, and, and what I was trying to do when we set out to make this film was there's so much confusion right now in, in the media and there's so much disinformation and misinformation and, and the public, you know, I work in media, you've worked in media, you've worked in politics. You, you know, as, as well as I know, how story can be manipulated to shape or mold a narrative or a, a reality. And so the, the, the focus of this movie is to, for the people to understand, like, I felt like, I felt like it was, it was my calling or my message that God was giving me was Mike, I want you to explain to the people. And I don't care if you're on the left or you're on the right, or you're in the middle or the color of your skin, what, what this message is, is it's a tool to start a conversation to say, hey, look, we've all been taught things to be true that aren't that are that aren't true. And to break that down and to begin to understand the history of how this manipulation has evolved and how it has been utilized in the past um, is the main focal point of this movie. And as you mentioned in the intro, Out of Shadows, you know, we had no idea when we made Out of Shadows the global impact that that movie was really going to have. But now three years later, a lot of the things that were in Out of Shadows, people are, are seeing now. And this movie, I think, explains to them how you were manipulated, why you've been manipulated, and who's manipulating you. Because until the public understands those things, or at least thinks about them, I don't think they're going to be able to come to sensible solutions for a lot of the really difficult topics like we face today, like like the border or election integrity or or, or human trafficking or any of the number of um, things that are main thing COVID. I mean, there's a lot of disinformation out there where where people are, are really looking for truth, but they don't know how to find it. So it's not that it's not that people that can see these things or that have done the research are smarter than the other people. It's just that maybe they've been allowed by their experience in life and what they've seen and what God's shown them to be able to accept these things. And, and so I just felt like, you know, I worked in Hollywood at many different levels and I had access to uh, information that the public doesn't have access to. So it's like um, if someone like me or someone in in, in, in the industry has information and they want to share it, well, I felt like it was my obligation as a Christian, as somebody who cares about this nation and who cares about sovereignty and individual liberty and freedom. I, I really felt like it was, if I didn't make this movie, I didn't know who else was going to do it. So I, 
I set out with the team and, and Out of Shadows fortunately gave me access to people that I could really answer questions from. Like, I mean, who gets to sit down with General Flynn and have a real conversation about the mass manipulation, the media manipulation, or or Brian Gamble or Lara Logan? I mean, Lara and I are kind of in the same boat because Lara and I, you know, we were the ones that go out and get the stories or make the stories. And so you don't realize the sometimes the, the, the deception that you're working in because to you it's not deception. To you it's it's a job. It's it's a it's a story. It's it's a project. But when you ultimately look at what you're serving or the narrative you're driving at a higher level, sometimes it's not what you thought it was. Yeah, I thought I, I really I was astounded by the impact of Out of Shadows. I didn't think, frankly, you could top it, but I have to admit that you have done so. Uh, Americans particularly, but I think all people, have this tendency to believe what they see, which is why I think AI now, uh, combining it with censorship uh, and uh, uh, and and the, the fashioning of false narratives, is extraordinarily uh, dangerous. There are a bunch of videos right now floating around the internet of me that are uh, selectively edited, heavily manipulated, utilizing an AI voice track, uh, questioning yeah, my loyalty to Donald Trump. I mean, please give me a break. Uh, I, I was facing down seven to nine years in prison and squeezed relentlessly to testify against Donald Trump, and I refused to have to have somebody you never heard of come along and say, oh, well, here's a video that shows otherwise. Uh, it, it's beneath contempt, but that's what I, I see happening. Uh, where can people see this movie? Because we both know that the giant theater chains and the folks in Hollywood are not going to give this film uh, its due. They're not going to give it the showcase it so richly deserves. Yeah, yes. Um, well, right now, we we are. you can find it at intothelight.movie. Um, and yes, it we after what happened with Out of Shadows, Out of Shadows got me kicked off of YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and PayPal. So we knew if we were going to do another film that we had to build our own mm -hmm. place to put it. So we built our own website on our own servers with our own code. So when you register, that's why you have to register. We're not selling your information. We're not doing anything with like that, but what we are doing is we're building a safe place for 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 films like this and other films coming in the future to have a home. And um, the 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 point that you made about people attacking you with with film and, and and I mean like people send me videos all the time. Like, did you see this? Oh my god! And my reaction every time is. I work in film. I know what can be done with film. I don't I don't use that as my source of fact, okay? Because that's not a lot of times you can be deceived and it's very easy to do. I mean, now with AI technology, if I get a picture of you front, side, side, back and put put it into the program and run a voice recognition program on you, I can I can create almost anything making you do or look anyway so for those people that believe that you know i have to say uh that's unfortunately where this is headed 
Um, this AI is very serious, but the good news is it's not too late. The good news is we are still in control and there's a vast majority of people that can stand up and we can change this right away. It's just that we have to come together and stop fighting and in the middle that's why I love RFK Jr. I love I love I mean, I'm a big Trump fan, but but I, I love to see. I mean, why are they attacking RFK? I mean, if it's really that the way that they say, I mean, RFK is a, a Democrat, a lifelong Democrat. Why are they going after him? So it's just it, this. We are we are literally at a a we are literally at a precipice, or we're at a watershed moment in history where this country has to make a choice. And you're either going to stand up, and I don't care if you're on the left or the right, you're either standing up for individual sovereignty, liberty, and freedom, or you're or you're, you're siding with the globalist communist agenda that has a whole different plan for this country. And, and I know being a, born in Texas and raised in this country, this is the greatest country on the earth. I've traveled all over the world, and and if, if this country falls, there is no place to go. So we're all, I'm all in, and I just want I want to I want to do my part to to try to give people information. I feel like this this film is a tool that people can use to with maybe that family member that's kind of questioning things or doesn't really understand. This is a conversation starter. This is a a place where the left, the right, the middle, all of us we can come together. And go look. We've all been lied to. It's 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 not our fault. It's it, it, this was done to us by design. So so if if we're going to fight back, we have to have a little grace with each other, and we have to have a little bit of a moment where where we look at the, we look at the we look at the um, we look at the um, we look at the big picture and not the immediate picture. So yeah, I, um, I totally agree with your observations about Robert Kennedy. Uh, look, I'm a Trump supporter. That's obvious. But I have huge respect for him because he's a truth teller. Uh, and I'm also a student of political science. So I've studied this very carefully. I've never seen any interview, any appearance, any confrontation with the media in which he ever said anything that he could not completely document with a uh, with a source, with a government study or an authoritative uh, a source, uh, which for someone who's in politics, I really don't think he's a politician so much as he's a leader of a political movement, uh, is extraordinarily rare. And now we see the efforts to destroy Russell Brand. Uh, anonymous, by the way, all these anonymous claims uh, of rape or sexual assault by people who don't come forward and show their face or their name. It is so obvious to me uh, that they are that they're seeking to destroy him solely because he's a truth teller, solely because he contradicts the official narrative. And then I see, well, Brand re uh, reached uh, 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 prominence uh, because he has uh, interviewed a number of high-level conservatives, like who? Noam Chomsky, uh, Professor Cornell West, uh, Robert Kennedy. None of these people would be conservative considered conservatives by any means. They're all progressives. Uh, so he's not a, a partisan. He's also not ideological. But, but what he has done is he's he's 
performed uh, or committed the ultimate sin. He's told the truth, the stunning truth about COVID-19. Uh, and for that, he must now be destroyed. So he's getting the, the Roger Stone treatment, the Alex Jones uh, treatment, uh, the Andrew Tate treatment, to a certain extent, the Mike Smith treatment. Believe me, brother, I know what it's like to be banned for life on Facebook. By the way, there's a Roger Stone up on Facebook, folks. That is not me. If you're following whoever that is, I'm, I'm here to tell you I'm banned for life on Facebook. Uh, that's not me. But what you've done here, I think, is extraordinarily important. I want to urge people to be sure to see this important movie. There's a couple of different places you can go. You can follow it on X, formerly known as Twitter, where it is at Into the Light Film. Into the Light Film. It's also on Instagram at Into the Light Official Movie. Uh, and we'll put up the website one more time so people can see it. Go to Into the Light Movie. Now, uh, Mike knows as well as I do that if he took this amazing documentary to uh, HBO or to Netflix or any of the big distributors, um, they might buy it so that they could not show it. They might. It's called Catch and Kill. Uh, Mike's been around Hollywood way too long to fall for that. And what I really like, Mike, is that I don't think your motive here is a financial one, meaning I know you want your film to be economically successful, but that's not why you made this, is it? No, I, I mean, look, when I made Out of Shadows, I was financially in a position to make that film and I gave it away for free. And and And, and I wish I could have given this film away for free, but unfortunately... Films like this do take a lot of money and they take a lot of time. And so I, I, I'm in a place now where I, you know, I had to, I had to at least pay for the cost of the film. And so I priced it at $4.99 uh, for a three day rental, just so people, and we did a, a pay it forward feature. So if you like the film and it's, and you want to share it with someone that maybe won't pay for it, you can buy a purchase code and pay it forward. So um, I tried to keep it very low cost. I I wasn't trying to stick anybody for, a, you know, a bunch of money to watch the truth, because to me, if I could give this away, I would give it away. But unfortunately, that's not the world we live in. And and I had some I have some expenses. I need to pay it back. The film is doing amazing. Like I I'm actually shocked at how well it's doing, because. It's it's been um, you know we we put it out we did a soft launch and a and a premiere in Nashville uh, about a month ago and the re the the feedback and the the um, everything that we've heard back has just been positive you know there's we were you know knew we were going to have some problems launching it because we built it on our own on our own servers and our own system and we've and we've identified a lot of those issues and a lot of those problems. And uh, we 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 solved them. And uh, I would just encourage you if you watch the film and you enjoy it, you know, share it with your friends, share it with a family member, a colleague, a coworker, because this 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 film, there's nothing in it that's not true. It's it's truly not left. It's not right. It's just look. This is how the tools of the media, social media, music, um, films, television series. Everything that we interact with and get our stories from, how how it's how it can be manipulated and who who can manipulate it, and and the reality is, 
we feel like we have all these choices with all the different companies that that put out messages and stories but the reality is very few people really own those at the top and that and that that's where the real problem is is until the people reclaim that from the corporate environment everything falls eventually ultimately under the gatekeepers that 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 say what goes on and what doesn't i mean you just brought up russell brand look i don't know russell brand but i know one thing i really like russell brand and the fact that i see them attacking him i tend to now pay more attention to what he's saying because the only people that get attacked are look at look at you look at trump look at flynn look at liz crokin look at me look at i mean anybody that stands up and goes against the narrative or beats a drum outside of what they want, they destroy you. They come after you. They, they, they sue you. They defame you. They, they try to embarrass you. They try to do everything they can to discredit you. But, I mean, I'm at a point where I, I if I don't do anything, they, they, they're telling us their agenda. They're showing us what they're going to do. So if we don't do anything, they're going to do it anyway. So I'd rather stand up and and fight for my freedom and fight for my grandkids and my grandkids' grandkids and try to preserve what this founding uh, this nation was founded on Judeo Christian fundamentals. All right, um, we I'm afraid we have to leave it there. One more time, folks, you can go see this terrific movie into the light uh, dot, dot movie. There it is. We put it up for you. Uh, you're not going to find this on Netflix or HBO or any of the traditional places, but it is one of the most powerful documentaries you will ever see. Uh, and you will have, as I did, that aha moment where you understand how you're being manipulated. It's not it's not just propaganda. It's not just censorship. It's not just the, the crafting of a false narrative. And now combined it with the use of artificial intelligence, Mike Smith has made an incredibly powerful documentary featuring my good friend general michael flynn former naval naval intelligence analyst brian gamble a veteran journalist lara logan uh intelligence community member keith rose uh and our good friend former u.s army psyops expert boone cutler who's with us only a week ago folks this movie uh, deserves not only your viewership but your support so download it watch it but above all, share it with others to get the truth out there. Mike, thank you so much for taking time from your busy schedule to join us here on The Stone Zone. Roger, thank you, and, I, and, and thank you to your audience, and I, I appreciate your time, brother. Thank you. God bless you. There he is, folks, Mike uh, Smith, who's made a powerful documentary. Uh, I just want to remind you very quickly uh, that we are brought to you by the great folks at MyPillow.com. MyPillow.com allows you to bring this interview, also our next one, uh, with the bombshell new revelations uh, about the JFK assassination. We're going to show you an interview I did with flyover conservatives. But before we go there, folks, please take a quick moment to go to MyPillow.com. And when you do, use promo code STONE. That's promo code STONE. Uh, and uh, go there for all of your shopping needs, uh, whether it is the extraordinarily non-lumpy MyPillow 2.0 or whether it is the dog beds or the pet blankets or the MyPillow sandals or the men and women's moccasin slippers or the MyPillow throw blankets or the bathroom robe closeout sale 
uh, or the Giza Dream Sheets now on sale. There are many, many great values. You get them by using promo code STONE. Now, with the uh, JFK assassination cover-up busting wide open, we bring you an interview that I gave to flyover conservatives I think you're going to find extraordinarily interesting. I understand if you really want to understand how the American government actually works at the highest levels, and if you want to know why they don't teach history anymore, one thing you should know is that the most popular president in American history was Richard Nixon. Richard Nixon. Yet somehow, without a single vote being cast by a single American voter, Richard Nixon was kicked out of office and replaced by the only unelected president in American history. So we went from the most popular president to a president nobody voted for. Wait a minute, you may ask, why didn't I know that? Wasn't Richard Nixon a criminal? Wasn't he despised by all decent people? <laughs> no, he wasn't. In fact, if any president could claim to be the people's choice, it was Richard Nixon. Richard Nixon was reelected in 1972 by the largest margin of the popular vote ever recorded before or since. Nixon got 17 million more votes than his opponent. Less than two years later, he was gone. He was forced to resign. And in his place, an obedient servant of the federal agencies called Gerald Ford took over the White House. How did that happen? Well, it's a long story, but here are the highlights, and they tell you a lot. Richard Nixon believed that elements in the federal bureaucracy were working to undermine the American system of government and had been doing that for a long time. He often said that. He was absolutely right. On June 23, 1972, Nixon met with the then CIA director, Richard Helms, at the White House. During the conversation, which thankfully was tape recorded, Nixon suggested he knew, quote, who shot John, meaning President John F. Kennedy. Nixon further implied that the CIA was directly involved in Kennedy's assassination, which we now know it was. Helms' telling response? Total silence. But for Nixon, it didn't matter because it was already over. Four days before, on June 19th, the Washington Post had published the first of many stories about a break-in at the Watergate office building. Unbeknownst to Nixon and unreported by the Washington Post, four of the five burglars worked for the CIA. The first of many dishonest Watergate stories was written by a 29-year-old Metro reporter called Bob Woodward. Who exactly was Bob Woodward? Well, he wasn't a journalist. Bob Woodward had no background whatsoever in the news business. Instead, Bob Woodward came directly from the classified areas of the federal government. Shortly before Watergate, Woodward was a naval officer at the Pentagon. He had a top-secret clearance. He worked regularly with the intel agencies. At times, Woodward was even detailed to the Nixon White House, where he interacted with Richard Nixon's top aides. Soon after leaving the Navy, for reasons that have never been clear, Woodward was hired by the most powerful news outlet in Washington and assigned the biggest story in the country. And just to make it crystal clear what was actually happening, Woodward's main source for his Watergate series was the deputy director of the FBI, Mark Felt. And Mark Felt ran, and we're not making this up, the FBI's COINTELPRO program, which was designed to secretly discredit political actors the federal agencies wanted to destroy, people like Richard Nixon. And at the same time, those same agencies were also working to take down Nixon's elected vice president, Spiro Agnew. In the fall of 1973, Agnew was indicted for tax evasion and forced to resign. His replacement was a colorless congressman from Grand Rapids called Gerald Ford. What was Ford's qualification for the job? Well, he had served on the Warren Commission, which absolved the CIA of responsibility for President Kennedy's murder. 
Nixon was strong-armed into accepting Gerald Ford by Democrats in Congress. Quote, we gave Nixon no choice but Ford, Speaker of the House Carl Albert later boasted. Eight months later, Gerald Ford of the Warren Commission was the president of the United States. See how that works? So those are the facts, not speculation. All of that actually happened. None of it's secret. Most of it actually is on Wikipedia. But no mainstream news organization has ever told that story. It's so obvious, yet it's intentionally ignored. And as a result, permanent Washington remains in charge of our political system. Unelected lifers in the federal agencies make the biggest decisions in American government and crush anyone who tries to rein them in. And in the process, our democracy becomes a joke. Wow. You know, as much as I'd love to have uh, Tucker Carlson here to talk about that story and break down those pieces of how unelected officials are doing everything to, to grab hold of the levers of power and make your life unbearable to their own gain. As much as I'd love to have him here to talk about that and break that down, I like to actually, whenever possible, go directly to a source. I like to talk to people who were in the rooms, who know the mm -hmm. people, who have access to firsthand information, not thirdhand. They heard about it. They read about it somewhere. Nope. They think they know. They met somebody who knows somebody that knows. I like to talk to people who were in the room and actually know, and we have with us today, where that information actually came from, Roger Stone. Yeah. I'm delighted to be back with you again. Uh, and now you see why I love Tucker Carlson, uh, <laughs> because he has the courage to lay out the absolute facts. Um, and what he yeah. said is absolutely true. Here's a, a little factoid that he didn't mention. Of the five Watergate burglars who are on the CIA payroll, four of them just happened to be uh, on the scene in Dealey Plaza in 1963 um, when President John F. Kennedy was assassinated. Mm. So essentially what Tucker just said is ent entirely true. Um, as we learned uh, when the CIA's mm. uh, and other government documents were declassified regarding the Kennedy assassination, first by President Donald Trump and then later by President Joe Biden, the Central Intelligence Agency is up to their knees uh, in their both knowledge of Oswald and their involvement uh, in the assassination of President Kennedy. Um, and it would be absolutely true to say uh, that those who removed Kennedy through assassination, those who removed Richard Nixon in a silent coup, yep. uh, and those who attempted to remove President Donald Trump in the Russian collusion hoax um, were really the same entities, maybe not the same people, because of the of the time frame, mm -hmm. uh, and I was actually the one who found the audio tape uh, of the conversation between there. You can see it on my Substack yeah. between President Richard Nixon uh, and CIA Director Richard Helms, uh, in which essentially Nixon is threatening Helms that he needs cover in Watergate uh, because he and tells him, "I know who shot John." His exact words. He goes on to say, you know, there's a lot of dirty business that's gone over there at the CIA. Of course, Dick, you and I both know it was entirely necessary, and I'm prepared to continue to lie to cover up, but uh, you're going to have to help me. So um, this, is a, this is a historic tape. You notice you've never heard about this anywhere in the mainstream media. No. no. You notice how, how all the Watergate abuses that the left goes on and on about, you've never seen any reference to this tape. Folks can go to my Substack and they can actually hear the audio 
for themselves. That's incredible. Rogerstone.substack.com. I was going to say that. Yep. Rogerstone. A president of the United States and stick in their own stooge. It's it's almost unbelievable. They also, uh, you know, create their own narrative. I mean, look, people don't understand. Richard Nixon reached a strategic arms limitation agreement with the Soviets uh, that saved this country hundreds of millions of dollars in defense spending and made for a much safer world. Richard Nixon opened the door to Mm -hmm. China. And for those who say, oh, well, he's to blame with our problems with China today. No, Uh, at the time that Nixon uh, recognized China, uh, the country was a backwards, poor agrarian society where they actually had more oxen than they had cars. There was no way for Nixon to see 30 years into the future that the Clintons would sell our most precious military secrets to the Chinese Mm. and that the Bushes would give them most favored nation trading status, the two things that made China yeah. the threatening superpower that Absolutely. it is today. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was Nixon who ended the war in Vietnam. Uh, it was Nixon who gave us the 18-year-old vote. It was Nixon uh, who ended the military draft. Uh, it was Nixon who desegregated the public schools. Uh, it was Nixon who unilaterally, over the objections of his NSA director, Henry Kissinger, Uh, the Joint Chiefs of Staff and the State Department airlifted $36 million worth of lethal aid to Israel, which literally saved Israel from complete annihilation in the 1973 Yom Kippur War. Uh, Nixon, who launches the war on cancer uh, and so on. So um, he was a very successful and, as Tucker Carlson pointed out, very popular president. All of those accomplishments have been erased in one word. Watergate, which was yep. really a fabricated crime. I mean, there was never any evidence that Richard Nixon knew about or approved the break-in uh, by low-level aides uh, in his re-election campaign into the Watergate. Uh, and the whole thing makes very little sense. He was leading in the polls by 20 points. He carried 49 of 50 states. He was not in a close race. Uh, and anyone who's been in presidential politics, and I myself I'm a veteran of 12 national presidential campaigns to Dole, to Trump, uh, knows that there's nothing of any value at the Democratic National Headquarters or any National Party Headquarters, that the action is in the candidates' campaign headquarters. And even then, Nixon was leading by such a a large lead, there'd be no reason for this break-in. So um, we do not now know. The Central Intelligence Agency was tipped in advance about the plans for the break-in. They infiltrated the break-in team, uh, and they set up the arrest of the burglars uh, and the subsequent uh, uh, cover-up, which uh, was really orchestrated by John Dean. So the media tells you today, John Dean, former White House counsel, he was a whistleblower. He was a patriot. Um, He exposed Nixon and his entire gang. Actually, Johnny, Don, Johnny is the man who planned, pushed, and then covered up the Watergate break-in himself. Uh, and then he decided to uh, come clean uh, and reposition himself as some kind of hero. Wow. Wow. Okay, so he, so Nixon said, I know, I know who killed John. He tells him right there at mm-hmm. the desk. Um, was he insinuating it wasn't a, a lone gunman, you know, in a book depository? Well, look, um, 
I've written a, a, a New York Times bestseller on this. It's entitled The Man Who Killed Kennedy, The Case mm -hmm. Against LBJ, in mm -hmm. which I make a case that President Lyndon Baines Johnson, the man with the most to gain by the removal of John Kennedy, a man facing two uh, corruption investigations, the Billy Saul Estes investigation and the Bobby Baker investigation, two of his associates um, uh, who were kicking back millions and millions of dollars to Johnson, um, and that uh, that there are many, many uh, players in this plot. In other words, Johnson didn't move unilaterally, but the, uh, the man who killed Kennedy, the case against LBJ, mm -hmm. makes the case that our intelligence agencies, the CIA, uh, the Secret Service particularly, uh, the Pentagon, uh, the, uh, the organized crime at the time, uh, whose motive was uh, that they had taken a million dollars from John Kennedy's, uh, they, uh, they had given a million dollars to John Kennedy's father, Ambassador Joseph Kennedy, uh, in return for an agreement that the Kennedy Justice Department would back off certain gangsters that they were seeking to deport. They're in on the murder. Mm. Uh, Texas Oil, they're upset because <laughs> the brothers want to repeal the oil depletion uh, allowance. Uh, President Kennedy is demanding that a, we have a silver-backed dollar rather than the paper money we have today. So uh, there are many, many people who have a common interest uh, in the murder of John Kennedy. The intelligence agencies, organized crime, the Pentagon, uh, the banks, uh, Big Texas Oil. <laughs> and wow. They all play a substantial role. But what do they have in common? The common theme is their relationship with President Lyndon Baines Johnson. Johnson is a water carrier for the FBI and the CIA. He has quadrupled their budget as the Senate uh, majority leader. Um, as the majority leader of the Senate, he appoints himself, which is very rare, to the subcommittee of defense appropriations where the secret black box budgets of the CIA are prepared. He's the paymaster of the CIA. The Central Intelligence Agency and the Pentagon are upset with John F. Kennedy over the failure of the Bay of Pigs invasion, which they had hoped uh, would spark a, an all-out nuclear war with the Russians contained by President Kennedy. They're also upset with President Kennedy's um, uh, handling of the Cuban Missile Crisis. Uh, today, the media tells us that uh, John and Robert Kennedy faced down Nikita Khrushchev, the Russian leader, uh, and that Khrushchev blinked and removed the missiles from Cuba. What they don't tell you is that 40 years later, we learned that in a secret deal with the Russians, we, the United States, removed our missiles from Turkey and Italy uh, in return from a pledge for a pledge from Khrushchev that he would remove the missiles from Cuba. But the deal included no on-site inspection. So you can see why the Pentagon and the intelligence services had a deep distrust of Kennedy. They tried to goad him into war in the Bay of Pigs. Uh, the Bay of Pigs invasion, uh, which was paid for and planned by the U.S. government using Cuban exiles, uh, there was supposed to be air cover supplied by 29 Panamanian flagged bombers uh, flown by Cuban pilots. That was canceled at the very last minute, even though it had been presented to President Kennedy in the invasion plan. And then they went to the President Kennedy and said, you've got to send in the U.S. Air Force to save the day. Kennedy said, uh, I approve this on the basis of plausible deniability. Uh, such an act would just, would spark an open war with the Russians. 
I'm not going to do it. Uh, and of course, the Bay of Pigs fiasco was a disaster in which uh, the men invading Cuba were chopped down on the beaches. Yep. So there's the motivation of the wow. intelligence services. Uh, and um, when Lyndon Johnson uh, arrives back in Washington from Dallas, now on Air Force One, who's the first <laughs> man who bounds up the steps of the plane and embraces him? But Secret Service Director John Rowley, a mm. man who got his first job in Washington from who? Congressman Lyndon Baines Johnson. Wow. Wow. Again, you could go to stonezone.com to actually get the book that Roger's talking about. That's absolutely crazy. You know, I'm, I'm just astounded with your who mind. Kennedy. Your, I know. your ability to just. We just poked you. We, we, we're, we're the one that brought this 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 to you. This interview. It's just, it's just rattles it off. You have no problem. Yeah, this is this is uh, a, my very first book. It's a New York Times bestseller. You can go to the shop at StoneZone.com and get an autographed copy. You can also go to Amazon if you want to pay. Uh, you know, Jeff Bezos. Uh, no, boo! But you can get an autographed copy by going to StoneZone.com. Uh, in the shop. Uh, this is uh, my very first book. It's interesting. When I took it to uh, multiple publishers, they all told me that it had no commercial appeal whatsoever. Uh, and every single one of them declined to publish it until I found the folks at Skyhorse Publishing. Uh, it was an immediate New York Times bestseller. It wow. still is. Uh, and um, it, it it's a page turner. It reads like a murder mystery. Why? Well, that's because it is. The Man Who yeah. Killed Kennedy the case against LBJ. Mm-hmm. Check it out. Well, you're a great storyteller, yeah. too. I love listening to you, so I can imagine in your writing how incredible that would be as well. So I have not read it. I really look forward to reading your book, for sure. And who wants to go to Amazon? No. Boom. No, pass on that. <laughs> you see this 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 force is back and forth between these, again, non-elected bureaucrats in the FBI and the CIA. I don't, I don't know if this is an accurate quote. There's so many things you just hear a lot, but... There, there was a there's a quote around about Kennedy saying one of the last things he said was I, I want to dismantle those organizations and blow them to the wind basically you know so his mm-hmm. opposition to the power that they had gained and the foothold that I think really you know goes back to even Eisenhower t- and th- so that that his recognition of their power and what they could do proved to be true because we see them attacking mm-hmm. General Flynn and yourself and you know and Spiro Aspiro Agnew and like like there the, the Wh- work whoever gets in the way anybody that's in the way people that we don't even know of just destroy lives you know speak to that a little bit of Kennedy's recognition of sure. that power well, the, the exact the exact quote there you have it on the screen I will split the CIA into a thousand pieces and scatter it into the winds here's what mm-hmm. is not commonly known uh, roughly days after John F Kennedy's assassination. Former President Harry Truman uh, wrote an op-ed piece for the Washington Post in which he said that his signing the CIA into law was the greatest single mistake of his presidency and pointing out that the agency had become uh, rogue uh, and had gone far beyond its uh, legal requirements to represent and protect this country abroad. In other words, they were operating domestically, which is specifically prohibited by law. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Truman's op-ed ran for one edition, one print edition of the paper, and then was spiked by Ben Bradley, um, the publisher of the Washington Post, who later admits in his own published biography 
um, that he had been an operative for the Central Intelligence Agency. So even when a former president, Harry Truman, um, who was a Democrat, um, but a fierce anti-communist, uh, broke the backs of the communists in Greece, as a matter of fact, uh, criticized the Central Intelligence Agency, even he was censored, subjected to the kind of mm -hmm. censorship uh, that we see today. Living here in Kansas City, we're kind of, of fond of Harry S. Truman. Uh, he's, he's, he's a, a hometown, hometown hero. Matter yep. of fact, we spent a few anniversaries at the Elms Hotel where uh, uh, he celebrated his, his victory uh, uh, as, as president. So it's kind of a historic place and, and fond of him there. This, this group of people, again, it's not even just CIA, FBI. You see like a, a Fauci standing there by five mm -hmm. presidents. You know, these kind of people that have unprecedented power that really affects the lives of regular people that no one elected. They just kind of like, they kind of wait it out maybe if they don't like the current guy and they just weasel their way into the next administration. But they're they're kind of shadowy and always behind the scenes. That seems to be who really has the power. And maybe just as citizens, we're given this illusion of control, this illusion of we're voting and, and, and this is, a you know, we have a say so. Is that... Is it my, am I stretching that too far? No, not at all. In fact, I'd go a step further. Look, because I was a, a protege of Richard Nixon, uh, who I worked closely with, uh, worked in three presidential campaigns for Ronald Reagan. Um, you know, I have a deep sentimental attachment to the Republican Party of Abraham Lincoln, Barry Goldwater, Ronald Reagan, Donald Trump. Mm -hmm. I now realize uh, that there's really only one party. It's an elite party of uh, neocons, uh, that the leadership of the party, of both major parties, uh, are captured by the same powerful global elites. Uh, and to a certain extent, even the right-left divide in the country is a Hegelian device that is really used to distract us. So mm -hmm. what's, what is the real divide in Washington? It's those who are in and those who are out. It is the mm -hmm. insiders whether it is uh, Mitt Romney or Chuck Schumer, they're exactly the same, mm -hmm. uh, or an outsider uh, like Donald Trump, which is why the system uh, moves so aggressively to try to remove him from office because Donald Trump, who is I've known for 43 years, wow. uh, is so independent, uh, stubborn, uh, deeply committed to putting America first, that he was an existential threat to the two-party duopoly that is busy trading mm -hmm. away our constitutional freedom yep. uh, and making decisions like, oh, I've got a great idea. Why don't we manufacture all of our most important pharmaceutical drugs in China? Crazy. We'll make, we'll make billions. <laughs> yeah. Now with the American people and the danger of that, yep. we'll make billions. So uh, Trump, because he was uh, an unabashed American, uh, who I really don't think cares about party, in other words, Yes, he, he was a Republican, but mm -hmm. his nomination was essentially the hostile takeover uh, of yeah. the party yep. of Lincoln, which had become the party of the Bushes, had become mm -hmm. an establishment party. Uh, and now what you see is the two-party duopoly in Washington desperately trying to make sure that he doesn't make a comeback. So if you see what's in the news constantly, you get two different messages at the same time. On the one hand, they tell us that he's finished. He's washed up. He's unpopular. He's he's through. He's uh, you know he, the bloom is off the rose. Oh my <laughs> God, we don't want to run against that guy again. <laughs> I know they're scared of him. <laughs> so so which, which is it? 
the truth is <laughs> great point. He's extremely well positioned to be renominated. Uh, if he's renominated, he's extremely well positioned. If we can have a fair, honest, transparent election to become president again, and that scares the daylights out of mm-hmm. these unelected elites who right now are in the process of destroying the country and our freedoms. Man, well, we do believe he will have a second presidency, yes. according to Kim Clement and many prophets that have uh, prophesied he would have two terms. So we are definitely standing beside that. As we finish here, Roger, I would just say, what would be your advice to the Flyover family, to Americans? What can they do in their own families, in their own communities to speak up, to show up, to make a difference in our country? What would be your recommendation? There's nothing more important than prayer. Nothing. Mm. I'm living proof that Jesus Christ can do anything. The deep state had me marked for destruction simply because of my relationship with Donald Trump. I did absolutely nothing wrong. No, I did not lie under oath to Congress about Russian collusion. In fact, there was no Russian collusion for me to lie about. So I was put through two years of unmitigated hell. Even today, there's not a single month in which my legal expenses from all of the lawsuits against me filed by Democrats, left-wingers, nut jobs, lunatics. Oh, pardon me. I'm sorry. I'm being redundant. In uh, <laughs> the uh, and the expenses of my wife's uninsured medical expenses, because she is, as you know, successfully battling mm-hmm. cancer, uh, and our modest living expenses are not greater than how much I raise every day at StoneZone.live where you can see my show every day, four o'clock central, five o'clock Eastern, stonezone.live. If you haven't checked out my live show, we talk about news, politics, history, culture, style, food, just about everything. Uh, You know, it is is hard because one of the things that that the, uh, the deep state does is they seek to destroy you financially to force you to plead guilty to things you didn't do. Um, and I have refused to do that. Um, I will not do that. And therefore, I choose to fight onward. Folks who want to help us go to stonefamilyfund.com. Stonefamilyfund.com is the best place. Uh, there you see it. See the stonefamilysupportfund.com mm-hmm. or Family Fund. They both go to the same place. Um, it is only with the support of tens of thousands of Christian patriots mm-hmm. across yep. the country that my wife and I have survived uh, and that we fight onward for our country. And it's, it's amazing that you do, you know, I mean, I don't judge people, you know, when they're, they're, they're doing well and moving forward. That's easy. You take somebody that just gets the, just the snot knocked out of them and, and uh, you know, run over by a steamroller and like, what do you do next? Mm -hmm. And you've never run out of fight. There's still more fight in you and you keep going. And I encourage people. We were with Roger often at the reawaken America events, um, had several opportunities to, to interview him in person, have private conversations with him. And he's just the real deal. Yep. Um, um, love him or hate him. He is this all of the time. And, and, uh, he's, he's transparent in his love of this country. Mm-hmm. And, uh, not a lot of people have been around and, 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 and had this like true North compass without being a windsock to, to whatever could just mm-hmm. personally be advantageous for them at the time. A lot of easier paths he could have chosen, but he's chosen the one he felt was best for this country. Um, you're going to be uh, with us in Miami coming up here at the Reawaken America event. Um, 
and you'll be speaking featured there as, as a speaker. And I think, man, it's like a who's who and, you know, of who's still standing, you know, in, in Trump's you know administration. There's going to be uh, uh, Peter Navarro, I think, is going to be there. You know, Devin Nunes from, you know, the, the Truth Social um, Eric Trump, you know, the whole, you're going to be there. Cash, Cash Patel is going to be there. It's going to be an amazing event. Yeah. I'm really looking forward to it. Of course, anytime I can be with general Michael Flynn, uh, yes. who I yeah. is literally one of the greatest Americans I've known. And I've worked with multiple presidents, governors, mm -hmm. senators, congressmen, and a few generals for that matter. Uh, Mike Flynn is a great American whose greatest public service, I think still lies ahead. Uh, wow. uh, I'm looking wow. forward to that event. Cash Patel is another one um, who I have huge admiration for. We recently learned in his case uh, that when he was, uh, you know, investigating on behalf of the House Intelligence Committee, the origins of the FBI's uh, uh, misconduct in the whole Russian collusion hoax, he was actually being actively spied on by the FBI. So while he was fulfilling his specific congressional duties, He's being spied on by another mm. branch of government. Notice how you haven't seen any of that on the network television uh, or any of the major newspapers. Uh, it is an absolute evasion of uh, his civil liberties uh, and his constitutional freedoms. And it just demonstrates how corrupt the two-party duopoly that's running this country today mm. is. You know, and Donald Trump kind of brought the term to mainstream of the deep state. Yep. And I think a lot of people are like, they kind of sensed it. It's like mm -hmm. well, he, he gave a name to something you kind of felt. Yep. But I don't think people had any idea how deep it, how was. Deep it was and how long it had been around. Mm -hmm. Well, Not I think most close. people still think that the huge fight is between Republicans and Democrats. I think to the extent that he made a mistake, I think President Trump, who's not a politician and hadn't been in politics, came to Washington thinking, well, there's two teams, the Republicans and the Democrats mm -hmm. and the Republicans will be loyal to me and the Democrats will oppose me. Of course, that was never the case. Nope. The whole Republican Democrat thing, despite the fact that I'm a proud Republican, um, is really a kabuki theater act uh, mm -hmm. for the people. And both major parties uh, operate, uh, you know, against the American people. It's extraordinarily sad. Although I think Mitch McConnell shows it every single day. Mm -hmm. Look at the viciousness uh, and the ferocity of the attacks on Tucker Carlson. Yep. Yes. So the question is, what are you going to believe? Your own eyes mm -hmm. uh, in these government camera videos showing what actually happened on January 6th or the Washington Post's version of what happened? That's Which one are you going question. to believe? Tucker Carlson, who, who's been a friend of mine for 30 years, is taking a, a pummeling from the media mm -hmm. simply because he demonstrated using video the absolute yep. truth of yep. January 6th. Man, it's so true. Well, Flyover family, let's speak up and show up by blessing the socks off of Roger Stone. Yeah. If you go to stonezone.com, when you get there, there's a place that you can donate that actually takes you to stonefamilyfund.com. But go to stonezone.com, support him, bless his socks off, support his family because they are speaking up, they are showing up, yep. they are on the front lines. And we are so thankful for everything that you've done, Roger, to help to save our country. Thank you so much. Well, God bless you and thank you for having me. It's always great to be with the... Uh...